We're rolling, baby. Hello, faithful viewers, and welcome back to the Mega Strange Crypt. Johnny, Woo! give us a dastardly ghoulish cackle. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> there you I go. like how you did a cackle that was great and then cut it off to do the spooky Halloween laugh. I did? Yeah, I was like, ha <laughs> That, that's my normal laugh. You just yeah. made me laugh. Oh, nice. I'm a bit of a ghoul in real life. <laughs> wow. This is the scariest episode yet. Yeah. And all of this ghoulish laughing is setting the stage for today's episode. where We're going to talk top 10 ghosts, real ghosts caught on tape. I'm excited about today's episode. Me too. There's a, there's little, uh, mini theremins you can buy so if any fans out there want to send me one i would love to do that mid-show like a, ooh, ooh. yeah uh i bet i'd be really good at the theremin i'm almost like a human theremin yeah uh so you don't have to send me one no just, just send me one there. uh yeah how, how have things been going uh in your world you encountered anything spooky lately have you had any paranormal experiences you want to share with everybody out here, have uh, you been abducted by aliens? Have you been bitten by a by a uh, neurodivergent vampire? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I wish, dude. Does does it make you neurodivergent if you get bit by him, or does it just like normal vampire rules? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, no. So nothing's been going. No, on. no. I, I've gotten. Uh, Real boring. Just a lot of editing. You know how it be. Yeah. Well, we're talking about real world ghost stories today. Ghosts caught on camera. And you uh, actually developed a television pilot once about yeah. some ghost hunters. And you've actually researched a bunch of real world paranormal encounters uh isn't that true yeah i, I made a pilot with my friend jesse those, called, are, those oh. are basically your qualifications for hosting this show that's how you got yeah. this job so i hope it's true it is funny yeah we, we made a show together called paranormal pals it's on youtube you can probably find it um but it was funny i did get a text from jesse when he learned about mega strange because <laughs> i think he thought that i was just doing the same thing without him he's like so what's mega strange and then i was like oh it's a podcast and he was like oh okay cool Jesse is your ex-filmmaking collaborator. Yes. Still a good friend, though. Who had the... Uh, what was the power dynamic in that relationship? Who was the Laurel and who was the Hardy? Uh, I don't know much Laurel who and Hardy. Who was the Siegfried and who was the Roy? I, I don't know much about Siegfried Who and was Roy. the Abbott and who was the Costello? I'm striking out three for three over here. Who was the Biggie who, oh. and who was the Puffy? I don't know. I really don't know. I guess uh, I I guess I was the biggie. You were the notorious B.I.G. Yeah, I was I was badass. That would, that would make uh, I had a Super Nintendo and a G Sega Genesis. Nice. Well, Paranormal Pals, check it out. Check it out. So today um, we have some stories of ghosts and hauntings. And I actually, in my research, discovered an organization that is one of the original paranormal investigation uh, groups in the world. Okay. And kind of what inspired paranormal powers, yeah, yeah. whether you know it or not. Oh. And we'll talk about one of the most famous cases that they have ever investigated. And then we'll actually get to some modern day videos of yes. ghosts caught on tape. Oh, I do want to say real quick. Yeah. Uh, I 
we were at Anime Expo this weekend. And uh, whenever I'm in the hotel room, I, I get to watch a lot of those like paranormal TV shows. Yeah. And I just want to say we're better than all those shows. I watch those shows and it's like baffling how bad they are. So Discovery, hit us up. Discovery Channel, come get us. Uh, actually, I interviewed you about your most recent paranormal experience. Oh, yeah, experience, yeah. Sorry. But I didn't mention my most recent paranormal experience, which was actually um, in a hotel room. I, I've had two recently in hotel rooms because I've been doing a lot of traveling for Mega 64. Yeah. And uh, most recently, we were in North Carolina, and I was watching one of those paranormal in fact, I was binge watching paranormal <laughs> hunter shows because Mega Strange has kind of made this one of my passions. Yeah, and yeah. I also want to see what the competition. Yeah, is yeah. To. Um, by the way, uh, if you support the show, if you like Mega Strange, be sure to follow us on social media on Instagram yeah. at Mega Strange Podcast and we have follow Twitter now. Twitter, yeah, Mega Strange six 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 for all the news and updates about our show. So I was binge watching paranormal shows and. Um, Rocco and Sean were in my hotel room with me mm -hmm. and we were chilling all night and they left and at about, I don't know, 1230 in the morning. This is lame, you know, witching this, hour. yeah, yeah, total witching hour. <laughs> it spooked me out, even though it was so stupid, but one of the drawers in the room just like eh, creaked open by Bruh. itself. And uh, I don't know. I just felt weird because I had been hanging out there all day. Yeah. And the drawer was closed all day. And then suddenly at night, it just decided to open. And I pushed it back shut. And about 15 minutes later, it opened again. Um, and I pushed it back shut again. And then it didn't open again for the rest of the night. So that was strange to me. And I was like, ah, oh, it feels like there's a ghost in here. I would have uh, made something up to get a different room. What, really? Yeah, I would, that would freak me the fuck out. I'd be like, no, I'm not staying in here. Uh, I would like clog the sink or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you I, would sabotage <laughs> the room? Yeah, dude. You some Kevin McAllister Home Alone shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, y y your story literally made the hair stand up on the back of my neck. I was like, no, I wouldn't stay there. I would literally be like, I would stay with Rocco and Sean. <laughs> I'd be like, yo. Really? You got, you got room for another person? Um, there was another time when we were on tour recently, actually. I was in a hotel room, and this one was weird, and I didn't know. In my mind, I was like, either I'm being haunted or I need to visit the doctor. Oh. But we were in a hotel room in a major city. Um, I guess I could say the city. We were in San Francisco. Okay. And uh, I was there. Yeah. We were in like the old part of San Francisco, close to the Tenderloin. So the building we were in was cl clearly very old and had been repurposed into a hotel, re redecorated basically into mm -hmm. a modern hotel. And I don't know, whatever reason, I just like woke up in the middle of that night and could not like catch my breath. I was like so out of yeah. breath. And it just like, it was just, it kept happening to me all night. <laughs> and that's why I felt like, is this room haunted? Like, you know, because we watch stories uh, on those paranormal shows and people are always like, I felt like a pressure, something like laying on my chest. Yeah, I remember that happening because the, the, you didn't tell us until the next day. You were like, yeah, last night, couldn't breathe the whole night. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> it was like really perplexing and troublesome. Yeah. Uh, but I've never had that experience before or since. It was literally only in that room. Only in that room, which is strange to me. That's why I feel like, was that a paranormal experience or uh, I, I can't explain what was going on there. Maybe I do need to see a doctor or 
<laughs> psychiatrist or something. Hey, they say we only perceive so much with our eyes, so maybe there's like a, a like a ghost dimension that we're not seeing. And maybe a ghost was like using you as a stool. Haunted hotel rooms. Yes. It's a common motif. You For never real. know what happens in a hotel room or a building uh, that a hotel has been built in. And some of these buildings are hundreds of years old. Mm -hmm. You never know what's going on in there. In fact, I feel like some of the most famous hauntings all over the world happen to be in hotel rooms. But with that being said, let's get into today's stories. And I want to do a bit of an introduction to our videos before we get into it. Yeah. Um, because you know what? Maybe some people out there don't even know what a ghost is. Where, where uh, what rock have you been living under? Yeah, I'm sure everybody out there does know what a ghost is, actually, because uh, ghosts are believed in pretty much every culture all over the world. Um, and you don't really realize this, but the belief in ghosts is so widespread. It is actually the most widely believed of all paranormal phenomenon. Uh, millions of people all over the world have some sort of belief in ghosts or the remaining of a spirit in, yeah. in this plane after death. And the idea is not new. It's an ancient idea. It goes all the way back to like biblical times. Even Shakespeare was writing about ghosts. Macbeth, one of the most famous ghost stories of all time. I would say even like ancient Egypt, they thought like if you were buried with your things, you could take them to the afterlife and, yeah. and such. Um, and the idea of telling stories about ghosts has inspired its own genre of folklore, the ghost story. So it's pretty iconic. Um, people have been trying to communicate with spirits and the dead for ages. And for example, in Victorian England, it was really fashionable for ladies to have seances in their homes after tea parties. They'd basically invite all of their friends over and party and get drunk and then bust out the old Ouija board, <laughs> light a couple of candles and start trying to talk to the dead. And uh, in the 1880s, ghost clubs started popping up, um, which were dedicated to searching for ghostly evidence. And they formed at prestigious universities like Cambridge and Oxford. And in 1882, one of the most prominent organizations uh, was founded, something called the Society for Psychical Research. SSR? Let me pause for a water break. SPR, oh, Society SPR. for Psychical Research. Okay. Um, it was founded by a man, uh, Henry Sidwick, and his wife, Eleanor, was a member and later became president. So we could say Eleanor Sidwick was the original female Ghostbuster. But let me tell you about the Society for Psychical Research. They were a nonprofit organization founded in the 1880s. And their purpose was to understand events and abilities commonly described as psychic or paranormal. They described themselves as the first society to conduct organized scholarly research into human experiences that challenge contemporary scientific models. Um, the SPR Society is still around to this day. Wow. And they pretty much have a new president guiding the society every year. What's great about SPR is they, since their inception in 1882, they don't hold an official opinion 
on whether ghosts are real or not. Okay. They are merely an investigative group there to do research on a case-by-case basis. So they don't have like a blanket opinion. Yeah. Some people praise them. Some people criticize them. But overall, they're a pretty neutral investigation group. That's fantastic. I, I, I like the concept of like, you know, just being interested in what there could be and not like, you know, try, like trying to act like, you know, this is real. But I, I assume they want it to be real. But like, yeah. you know. Well, they like uh, doing the research. Yeah. SPR has branches all over the world. There's an American branch as well. And their stated purpose is to approach these varied problems without prejudice or uh, prepossession of any kind. And in the same spirit of exact and unimpassioned inquiry, which has enabled science to solve so many problems that was written in the 1880s. So it's a little wordy, but basically yeah. they say we want to have the scientific approach, a neutral approach to all of these paranormal phenomenons and the things that they study include hypnotism dissociation thought transference okay mediumship uh something called the reichenbach phenomenon apparitions haunted houses and seances the spr has been around for almost 150 years wow. and they've given us um a lot of reports and actually introduced the concept of telepathy into um, the common vernacular of English. Okay, let me talk about one of the most famous cases sure. that SPR ever investigated. It was something called the Einfeld Poltergeist. Okay, this goes back to summertime, August, the hot, hot summer in 1977. Oh, yeah. Good times. Star Wars had just come out. It's a yeah. few months old. Some lady named Peggy Hodgson. Oh, yeah. Is living um, in Einfield in the UK. She's hearing a lot about this Star Wars crap. Everybody's like, you got you to see this. It's these <laughs> two robots. She's like, I ain't no nerd. There's a thing called a Jedi. They have a sword made out of lights. There's a cool sword fight in it. But frankly, Peggy doesn't give a shit about this new Star Wars movie. You know why? Because her life is... She's a Star Trek fan. Yeah, she's a Star Trek fan. <laughs> and her life is fucked up. Because Peggy is living in a rented home. And she is calling the police from this rented home. Claiming that she is witnessing furniture moving by itself. And that... Two of her four children are reporting encounters, including knocking sounds heard on the walls. The two children in question are Margaret, age 13, and Janet, age 11. And a police constable is sent down to uh, this rented home in Enfield. And the constable says that she saw a chair wobble and slide, but could not determine the case of the, uh, the cause of the movement. Okay. So you have this woman, Peggy. She's calling the police. The furniture is moving itself. My children are hearing bumping and knocking in the night. The police are like, um, we'll send a constable over. <laughs> They're going to arrest the ghost. The constable comes down to Peggy's house, and this chair is wobbling and sliding all over the room. And the constable's like, um, I don't know what the fuck this means. Let's take that ghost to <laughs> Scotland Yard. I don't know what the, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to arrest the chair because yeah, what else am I supposed to do? 
The constable could not determine the cause of the movement. Later claims included disembodied voices, loud noises, toys thrown across the room, overturned chairs, and even children levitating. The children were levitating. Sounds like the exorcist. This is where it gets crazy because they have photo evidence yeah. of the children levitating. I've seen these photos. They're awesome. Can we go to the close-up? Sure. Here? I only have one photo here today. Check this out. It's a great photo. This is 11-year-old Janet Hodgson levitating in her room in 1977. Is that like Carl Sagan and Elvis on the wall? Um, I do not know who those heartthrobs are <laughs> in the posters on the wall. Yeah. Uh, but notice the expression on Janet's face. I don't know yeah. if you can tell from this grainy uh, picture in the close-up camera. She's screaming. She's screaming bloody murder. Um, this is supposedly a picture of a poltergeist dragging an 11-year-old girl through the air. Okay, we can go back to us. Over a period of 18 months, more than 30 people, including neighbors, psychic researchers, and journalists, said they saw heavy furniture moving on its own, objects being thrown across the room, and the daughters seeming to levitate several feet off the ground. Many people also heard and recorded knocking noises and a gruff voice. The story was covered in the Daily Mirror until reports came to an end in 1979. Two years worth of haunting. Wow. So SPR, the Society for Psychical Research, sent two members, Maurice Gross and Guy Lyon Playfair, um, to investigate the noise. They determined that some of the activity could have been the girls playing tricks, but generally believed that even though some of it was faked, other incidents were genuine. Other paranormal investigators were sent to investigate the house, including world-famous American demonologist. American badass. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh. They got the goats, the greatest of all time, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, that's right. They are the inspiration for the Conjuring franchise. Yeah, and the Annabelle franchise and some other shit. In fact, this haunting, the Enfield poltergeist, yes, it is the inspiration for the film The Conjuring 2. Oh, it is? <laughs> this is what the movie The Conjuring 2 oh, that's is hilarious. based on. Uh, but this is the real world story. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of those, I think, yeah, never mind. What's up? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I think all of them were like some based in some sort of reality, but I don't know. I have never saw them, so I can't. Um, Yeah, I think so. I, I, I do think that they're all based on like real like their reports stories. or something yeah, based on real events. Ed and Lorraine Warren determined that the Enfield uh, hauntings were in fact real and they were convinced that now this is going to shock you. It was a result of demonic possession. Wow. They, they never say that. So it's, that's crazy that they determined it this time. <laughs> I want this is where I thought out. I had the... Th this is where I wish I had the theremin. So that's pretty crazy. The, the, the researchers from SPR determined that the hauntings were probably real, but subsequent researchers determined that the hauntings were probably faked by the 13-year-old girl and 11-year-old girl. And I thought this was funny. In my research, they specifically mentioned that um, 
the investigative society at large never stopped mocking the original two researchers for being fooled by an 11 year old and 13 year old girl. Oh, and it was, and they're, they're British too. It was probably so like, so snarky. So, snarky. so, oh, the twist of the knife. It's, it's literally like written in the research. Like <laughs> they were mocked extensively they're like for being tricked by the young girls. A bit cringe in it. A 2006 article by psychology professor Chris French described five reasons why he believed the case to have been a hoax. His reasons are the following. The two sisters involved admitted to hoaxing some of the activity. They were, oh. caught, they were caught on tape, like hiding things and saying like, we don't know what happened to it. The researchers said that they believed that a lot of the paranormal activity was faked by the girls, but they also believed that a portion of it was not faked by the girls. Okay. Two, the photo of Janet levitating above the bed, the one that I showed on the close-up camera, could just as easily be explained as Janet jumping. Oh, no way. <laughs> well, yeah, Mr. Big Brain, 20, <laughs> using your 2016 Big Brain, but yeah. in 1977, I don't know, man. Cameras would have been blurry. Motion blur was a thing. You're you're totally correct. Um, This one is interesting. So mm. Janet was the one who spoke in a gruff voice, and this is why Ed determined that uh, de demonic possession could be involved, because... She spoke with like a man's voice at certain times. Apparently, the spirit of the old man who supposedly possessed Janet took a great deal of interest in menstruation, <laughs> which is listed. You know, every old is, man, which is listed by Professor Chris French yeah. in his yeah. 2016 article as a reason why this is probably a hoax. I'm starting to realize why those other British scientists <laughs> made fun of these people. <laughs> uh, apparently, I read about Janet's voices and a lot of the reports said that the man who uh, was channeled through her exhibited a lot of the same personality traits that the 11-year-old 11, 11 girl herself yeah. had. Uh, for example, specifically, um, the trait of constantly changing subjects, uh, like she would do that and the ghost would also yeah. do that. <laughs> They'd be like, um, okay. And then apparently the ghost was obsessed with menstruation. Um, this ghost thinks John Lennon is really sexy. I don't eyewitnesses are notoriously unreliable is, uh, the fourth reason. And the fifth reason is other schoolgirl pranks before and after have gotten out of hand. Mm -hmm. Which is true, and I also feel could be an entire episode of Mega Strange by itself. Yeah. Pranks that have gotten out of hand. Yeah, Clowndemic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that is the Enfield Poltergeist case. That's awesome. Believe it or not, take it for what you will. You know, one of the difficulties in evaluating ghost stories is that there's a surprisingly wide variety of phenomenon that is attributed to ghosts. You know, such as doors closing on their own or missing items or cold areas in a hallway or a vision of a dead relative. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people who claim to have had ghostly experiences have not necessarily, quote unquote, seen a ghost. With that being said, I think we should go to our video evidence. Awesome. Because... That's exactly what we're going to explore today. Sure. Ghostly encounters where you may not necessarily see a ghost in camera, 
but you're seeing something that is unexplained, unexplainable, paranormal activity, something that we might have to get Ed and Lorraine Warren or perhaps SPR themselves involved. Are they still alive? Yeah, SPR is still around to this no, day. No, Ed and Lorraine Ed Warren. Ed Lorraine Warren, I'm not sure. Okay. But I did want to say that SPR, the Society for um, Psychical Research, puts out a quarterly magazine, wow. a quarterly journal, where they are currently releasing their reports on the, their current investigations that they are conducting to this day. So you could stay up to date on the leading paranormal research out there in the world. That's awesome. It's pretty interesting. I would love to read that. Yeah, me too. Okay, you want to start with some videos that you Yeah, got? well, I actually want to start off with some photos, if that's okay. Yeah. So, like you said, uh, you know, ghosts are kind of seen around the world, and, and uh, I want to start in the Philippines. Okay. This is a classic if you were on the internet in the early 2000s, but uh, sometime in the early 2000s, after a night on the town, these two Filipino girls uh, decided to take a photo to celebrate their night out. Uh, they asked a stranger to take the photo, and... Uh, they didn't think anything of it until right. they got home and they saw this. There what the fuck is that? Yeah. So, you should move us because we're yeah. covering. There we what go. is that? So. How can you explain that? Exactly. So they they claimed that it was just the two of them. And that, that was girl it. on the right is haunted. Yeah. That girl on the right has something following. It follows. <laughs> it definitely follows. So this photo was taken on an early 2000s cell phone. So there's a lot of things that could be happening here. But I think the the, the graininess adds to the, like the scare factor. Um, yeah, the lo-fi quality. Um, you know, it adds a layer of uncanniness. To yeah. Yeah. This could be also um, an instance of double exposure. I mean, you wouldn't. That's usually. But it would be hard to pull it off. Double exposure usually affects film. Yeah. Not a digital camera. How do you double expose a digital camera? Yeah. I, th- I think there's ways to do it, but I'm not sure. Like, you know how people like they draw the hearts and stuff with like lights. Anyway. Yeah, a bokken effect, but that is effect, using yeah. um, like a, a actual filter over your lens, mm-hmm. and it's it's like bending the light. It's not a double exposure. Yeah, and even that's usually. Done I think it's a long film. shutter too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have another photo here. Looks um, sus. Looks like a ghost to me. Hey, I'm with you. What's the next photo? You this got? one is of uh, a man named Robert Ferguson. Okay, Ferguson. Robert Ferguson uh, was attending a spiritualist convention in Los Angeles. Looking for trouble in in, all the wrong places. In 1968. Ooh. When one of the attendees decided to snap a photo of him. Oh, don't take a picture. No pictures in in, uh, Mob Town. You know what I mean? Anyway, sorry. I'll shut up. (laughs) No, no. I I love it. And uh, (laughs) when he looked at the photo later on, he noticed someone standing behind him. Someone that looked eerily familiar. And he realized, oh, wait, that's my that's my brother standing behind me. But the thing is, his brother had died in World War Two. Twenty four years earlier. I have the photo here. There he is. Now that. Is a double exposure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, actually, because the character, the guy in back has a widow's peak. Yeah, he does. Not have the same ears as the man in front. It looks like his eyes are, you know, like his forehead comes a little forward, casting a shadow yeah. over his eyes. 
it actually does appear to be a different a different guy. So uh, Robert Ferguson, uh, his whole life was very interested in spirits and spiritualism. Uh, so it, it kind of was strange that he would have this kind of, uh, you know, moment in his life to have a, like a spiritual uh, photo taken of him. Okay. But uh, also just for the authenticity of the photo, apparently this was a Polaroid. So this oh. was pre like Photoshop or anything. I mean, clearly, but yeah, um, it's hard to double expose a Polaroid, but you can. I mean, just weird blurry shit happens, but often yeah. the weird blurry shit is attributed to paranormal activity. So I'm going to rule this one authentic. Uh, me too. All right. Next. Um, those are my two photos. I can start getting into videos if you'd like. Yeah. All I have are videos as well. Okay. So uh, this video I found on Reddit, it is a, there was a, this person's grandmother, uh, their husband had, no, their brother had recently died. Okay. And uh, they had apparently like told the, the grandson that they had like been visited by the brother a lot and would like wake up in the middle of the night and sit and like leave a bed set just for him. Hmm. And uh, they, they captured this on their uh, surveillance camera. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go in, mm-hmm. <clears throat> recap all that. Who died? Uh, this woman's brother. Okay, this woman's brother died, but she leaves a bed set for him. Yeah. As a memorial. Yeah. Okay. And she'd say, like, he he would come to visit at night. And, and her grandson? Uh, posted this on Reddit. Okay, that, okay, okay. All yeah. Right. This is in Hawaii, by the way. So this is the grandma, like, walking around in the middle of the night. Okay, sleepwalking in the middle of the night. This is a... Having a moment of... An orb situation here. Sleep paralysis. Okay. Out-of-body experience. Ooh. See that? Whoa. (laughs) That's a... All right, listen. listen. That could be an orb. Can I just go on record... (laughs) I host this show. I love all things paranormal. It it's, it gets my kicks out. I get gets off. your goat. Yes, it does. I don't fuck with orbs, dude. You don't fuck with orbs. I don't, look, the orbs, the the ghosts being orbs on photos. I my whole life, I'm just like, who cares? Yeah, it's fucking dust. It's like, yeah, I, the orbs to me were never like. <laughs> <laughs> proof or indicative of jack shit you yeah, know yeah, yeah. i i'm like it's always like yo look at this orb i'm like yeah it looks like a bug it could it could be anything i don't know yeah it, this was posted on a the r slash ghosts yeah and uh a lot of people were saying it, it may possibly be a dust particle or a bug as you said but you know some people like to believe I know, but I've never found, I've never seen an, uh, an orb video or an orb photograph mm-hmm. where I was like, whoa, ghosts are real. Yeah, I'm yeah. just always like, yeah, it was really uh, moist in the atmosphere that night. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I'll be real with you. I mean, like I, halfway through this episode, I've never seen an actual video that has made me go, oh, that's a ghost. Really? Yeah. I'll show you something. Oh, shit. I'll show you some on this episode. I have one final one if you want to do that or do you, if you want to save it for after yours. Let's see what you got. All right. So this one, uh, this is a family in New Mexico. 
they were eating dinner as the husband noticed something run across the screen or run across the, their front lawn. Okay. Uh, they ran to their security cam. Uh, all these people have security cams, uh, and they they saw something ghostly crossing their lawn. So this is uh, from outside, and as you can see, this thing is running across, and then it Fresno Nightcrawler disappears. Now that is otherworldly. Now that's something. That's something, dude. Um, just zoomed it's it in. Another Nightcrawler. That'd be cool if it, it be an alien. And this is uh, you know, the husband noticing it and and running to the window. Oh, okay. Um. Before they check the security cam footage. I like this video a lot. I think it, it's genuinely spooky for me. Let me. Those were great, by the way. Thank yeah, you yeah. for sharing. No those. worries. Uh, good, good evidence. This was one I found on Instagram. And I actually posted this months ago on the Mega Strange podcast Instagram. I shared it in our stories. Mm. Uh, but it was relevant to this episode. So I want to share it here today. This is a girl. I think she's filming herself when a ghost or something appears in the window behind her, behind a drape, and she goes to confront it. That's all I'm gonna say. Let's oh. watch this video. Here we go. So for today's drink. Oh. <laughs> I've seen this video before. <laughs> Let's play it again. Let's play it again. Sure. So you see that thing? What's, what's, is that wind blowing? So for Cause today's it looks drink, like a hand. It looks like something's hitting that. It looks like yeah. an arm strokes it and nothing is there. Dude, I saw this video where someone was doing that like as a prank where they were like in the bathtub and they like tapped it and the guy went like boom and he like knocked the person out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? It, it, either there's a ghost there or there's a serial killer. Yeah. Person, it, I, you go in swinging. Also, also what's she doing with this white I cloth? think she's about to shotgun it. She's so holding it sideways. Drink. I love the I love her punch. It really looks like somebody Boom. moves their hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's also, awesome. like getting ready to shot shotgun a white claw. No ghosts invited. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Why? Oh. Uh, why is her fucking door just wide open too? Like it's what the fuck? It's probably hot. It's probably. Yeah. yeah. I have. I used to live in a house with a nice backyard, and I'd leave the door open. Just yeah. The breeze going. Um. But that's scary. I don't know if I'll do that's that. That's fucking scary, dude. What did you think of that? It's good. I want to shotgun a white claw now. Okay. Uh, let's go to the next one here. So I have a couple videos that were posted by a family to TikTok, mm -hmm. and they claim to live in a haunted apartment. And these are multiple videos from the same apartment. Uh, let me show you. We have three videos here. Yeah, I have them all. Okay, let's start with number one. When the ghost is looking for a snack, is but all you have is condiments. With you? Yeah. Oh, fridge opens. The kid notices, but the dad's like, what's that? Just, you ever look over your shoulder and catch the tail end of something weird happening? Yeah. He goes to investigate. Oh. It opens again. If, and he's like, nope. <laughs> nope. The fuck out of there. Nope. What do you think of that? Okay. You getting chills yet? No. My, my first... Sorry. I have a lot of thoughts about this one. Okay. One. Why was he filming? Because they live in a, a haunted apartment. Okay, so they're just constantly filming? Yeah. Okay. I think they stream stuff uh, hoping to catch ghost activity. Okay. Yeah, this one is a little sus to me. It could be a, it could be a string. 
who's pulling the string. All right, let's go to the next video. I got multiples from the same house, same kitchen, different person. This one might be hard to see. It's making a sound. Oh, I saw it. You see that? Nothing moved. Yeah, the cup moved. Go away. I gotta know if this family's making money off this, cause that that's my only that would be my biggest factor of if this is sus. You know everybody on the <laughs> internet's making money. Yeah. Let's go to the third video. Is it gonna do it again? I certainly. This is like what happened to me in my hotel room. Close the ghost the door. keeps shutting us out. She said, Is it gonna do it again? You won't. And she commands it, close the door. So it just closed the door, they opened it. This is like when I was chilling and the drawer opened and I closed it and then 15 minutes later. That's exactly how it happened to me in my hotel room. Just like that. Why'd you stop it? I was just, I was checking things. Why don't you just let the video play, bro? I didn't want it to go to the next video. Okay, all right. Checking things. <laughs> I just didn't want, sometimes it will go to the next video. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, good, good on you then. Protecting <laughs> I, the viewer, I protecting us. the experience. So what would you do if you lived in a house then this stuff was happening? Uh, I'd do the same thing that girl did with the white claw. I'd be like. You'd just be punching stuff left and right? Yeah, I would I would try to see if I could do the, the movie, you know in the movie Ghost where he's able to touch it? I'm trying to do that. Shit. Try to do that to the ghosts. Oh yeah, he can like hit the signs and yeah. stuff. So real talk, I uh, in researching this, finding these videos, I did see a bunch of people who had anecdotes about living in haunted apartments, and apparently it's way more common than you think, especially in towns like uh, New Orleans, where it's almost impossible to find an apartment that's not haunted. Okay. Supposedly, I saw this one meme that was like, Haha, when people ask me if my uh, apartment is haunted, my response is, "We don't talk about the ghost when we're in the apartment." Oh, no. Yeah. So if you moved into an apartment and the refrigerator was opening and closing by itself, the cups were moving on the counter by themselves and the doors were shutting themselves, would you stay in the apartment? No. Really? Hell no. Some people just chill with the ghost. You know? I wouldn't be They become able to. friends with the ghost. You're a friendly guy. You could. I wouldn't be able to sleep. If, if you're friends with the ghost, he protects you. He or she. Why is, it them, why is he opening my fridge? He's hungry. Why are they opening my fridge? I don't know, because the, the ghost is just chilling out. You know, they just want to say, hey, maybe they're lonely. I don't think every ghost is evil. I don't know. Question of the week. Leave a comment. Yeah. Would you live with a ghost? Would you Real answers ghost? only. It might be scary. It might not be scary. Would you do it? Or would you, like Johnny, say, no way. No way. Peace out. I think all the comments are going to be like, no fucking way. I bet a lot of people out there dream of wishing, uh, dream of living with a ghost. Or are you? It would be a dream come true. Me? No way. <laughs> Too scary. Too Hell scary. Yeah. I have a final video. It's a news clip. And this is newsworthy. Um, speaking of ghosts caught on camera, this is a ghost caught on a nanny cam, a baby camera. Mm -hmm. And the parents claim that the ghost has been attacking the baby. Oh, so check this out. Check out this news story here. Hmm. And number four now, it is video of the unknown. What is it? 
Is it real? And what is it doing there? A family scare. in Highland, Michigan believes their house is actually haunted and thinks something is harming their little girl. They also have dogmen over there. Reporter Alan Campbell they went do. To the home the Michigan dogman. Right. <laughs> What's happening it in Michigan? Here in this room, as 15-month-old, this guy looks so familiar. This guy's standing in a haunted camera, room. Something walks in maybe the ghost is mad that it's so messy. Yeah. Or maybe they were so scared they never cleaned it again. They could never go back in. I'm not hating. My house is messy. Whoa. Look at that. Their home. It was uh, chilling. Look at that. Two angles. Chill down your spine. Like, like that. What if These people that look like the type of people who'd see a ghost. Is this what I just saw? Caught on a couple <laughs> they look like they've seen a ghost. <laughs> Looks like I haven't slept in weeks. Moving in front of the baby crib. Doesn't that look like I a person? Out. Yeah, yeah. It's very similar to the other one we found before. They say that after they Heather found this video, so uh, there were her scratches Lily on the baby. It attacked her too. It scares us. That's an amazing that way to hide abuse. Parents, yeah. Like, <laughs> what an alibi. <laughs> she also says. She also says the ghost put a hand around her throat. Funny. The only guy who hasn't been attacked is the dad. That's We're making some wild accusations here. That's says. It may be someone who lived in this house before. The story that I was told was the gentleman that is this a paranormal investigator? Originally, previous owner. Um, oh, okay. Committed suicide. Just like my dad. Apparently, by jumping out this window. Whoa. He died uh, by jumping out a first floor course, window. Full story down. <laughs> the couple says they don't know why this so-called ghost is targeting them. It could happen. He died from a sprained ankle. Any part of it. But that's. A ghost right there. And the baby saw it. You know, the baby's yeah. freaking out. Myself too. I couldn't get an explanation out of it. You know. So there you have it. That's scary. That is the most concrete. That's uh that's the most concrete evidence we have on tape. Yeah. That's more than an orb, okay? Orbs don't cut it for me. I need a humanoid phantom walking through the frame. That's going to be our episode for Wait. today. Oh, do you have something? I have one final video. Oh, 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 oh. Let's do it. Oh, shit. Here we go again, bro. Oh, the shit. ghost. What Far the fuck? My roommate's door, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Bro! Did you We're gonna see get demonetized. On the left side of the door frame, barely visible on camera, a white translucent missile <laughs> slowly. Did you see the orb, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what is that video? Uh, shouts out to whoever <laughs> made that. It cracks me up every time I see it. They're like, they, they slow down the footage, but they keep the audio. So it was like, <laughs> that video is awesome. Dude, why did you want to end the show on a fart video? Wow. Okay. Well, you gotta end strong. I'm convinced ghosts are real now. What do you think, everybody? Leave a comment down below and be sure to follow us on Instagram, Make a Strange Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Make a Strange 666. I'm Derek. That's Johnny. I'm Johnny. This is the tail end of season three of Make a Strange, season four. The new era is just around the corner, so make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and share the link with your friends so everybody there can see the new iteration of Make a Strange. We'll be back next Saturday with a brand new episode. Stay strange, everybody.